Welcome to the Moment of Truth Bible Baptist Church podcast, where we're listening to sermons from our pastor, Philip Coons. This is a sermon entitled, I Can Do All Things, and was preached here at our church on August 2nd of 2020. We, of course, invite you to visit us. We're at 310 Randolph Road in Kansas City, Missouri, just outside of Claycomo. Sunday school starts at 9.30 with worship service at 11 a.m. every Sunday. Come on by and say hi. And now, here is Pastor Philip Coons in I Can Do All Things. Philippians chapter 4, verse 11 through 13. I do not speak because I have need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know both how to face humble circumstances and how to have abundance. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned the secret, both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things because of Christ who strengthens me. God bless and honor the reading of his word, and you may be seated. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things with Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things because of Christ who strengthens me. This is, it has been for the longest time, my favorite verse, or at least one of my favorite verses. And while I was going through my weight loss, while I was going through many other things in my life, this was the verse that got me through it. I can do all things because of Christ who strengthens me. This was the verse that I needed every day when I was going through physical pain, emotional pain, uh, mental pain, whatever it might be. I can do all things because of Christ who strengthens me. I mentioned it many times before to you when I was going through the weight loss situation. I mentioned to you I needed that with my low self-esteem. I needed that I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. I mentioned that. But I had to later focus. It wasn't about to me. I later had to focus on that. But here's the thing. I needed this verse. There's times that whenever I was in horrible, horrible pain, I needed this verse. I can do this. I can keep on going. This is a great verse. I love this verse. This is a great verse. However... However, this is a verse that gets misused so very, very often, gets misused, misunderstood, misconstrued so very, very often. And nowadays, 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 people misuse it continuously. They, there's an attitude that we have nowadays. People have it. Well, we live in a world where people have an attitude of how great I am. I'm so wonderful. I'm so fantastic. You're going to see me dancing today. You're going to see me getting into it because it, it just gets all over my skin. People have an attitude that I can do anything, and I can do everything, and I'm unstoppable. And they get this attitude, that, and they even when they read this verse, when they hear this verse, when they misquote this verse, when they print this verse out, online, I've seen it. All, and a lot of times, they don't even finish it. They just say, I can do all things. The Bible says I can do all things. I can do everything. I can do anything. I can do all things, and no one can stop me. Nobody can stop me. Oh, God can. Oh, because the Bible is not saying you can do anything you want to do. That's not what the Bible's saying. And it, 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 the, the basic attitude nowadays is I can do anything. I can do all things. And no, I have no one to answer to. I have no one to answer to. Point in case people going crazy, busting down statues, busting down anything they want to. Lawlessness. Just tear down everything. Is anyone stopping them? No, because why? Because those who should be the law are sitting there saying, go ahead, it's okay, babies. Do what you want to do. Stupid. Very stupid. What's stupid? All the people telling me to do are stupid. 
quite frankly, they're very stupid. I won't name names, but you know who they are. In between drinking all the time, they're on there uh, putting down the president. And they're saying the things like this. Go ahead, do what you're doing. Go ahead. No, that's dumb. If you want a horrible country, keep on doing what you're doing. But here's the other thing. It's ungodly. And I can do all things. That's not what the Bible's telling you to do. No, you can't do all things. No, you can't. Do not do that to the Word of God. That gets under my skin quicker than anything else. More importantly, it does to God. One of the last things it says is, do not misuse the Word. Yes, it's talking about the book of Revelation, but actually, it's talking about the whole Word. You're not to misconstrue it, not misuse it, not take things out of context. We're not to do that. That's evil. That's exactly what Satan does. That's what he's always done. The title of today's sermon is, I Can Do All Things. I Can Do All Things. From the very get-go, Satan has thought this very thing, that I can do all things. Well, we all know that Satan was originally an angel. Lucifer, we call him. Well, in reality, the name Lucifer means son of the morning star or Odessar. We know that. Was his name literally Lucifer? I don't know. Some say yes, some say no. It doesn't really matter. I call I say Lucifer, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if that's just a word that means Odessar or morning star. It doesn't matter. Let's not get all into semantics of it. It doesn't matter. Call him Lucifer. It doesn't matter. Uh, you can call him, uh, you know, skunk if you want. It doesn't matter. He still stinks, whatever it, whatever they might have been. But the point is this. The fact is that that angel, that angel who is in charge of singing and things like that, that angel one day decided that he could do all things. He decided that he wanted to be like God. And he decided to overthrow heaven. And so a third of the angels... He talked them into, said, you can do all things. And why? Because the angel, Lucifer, we call him, that angel had a problem with what? Pride. Pride became his problem. And he talked them into the problem of having a pride. So therefore, he told them that you can do all things. Well, let me tell you something. Satan has a limitation of power. He can only do some things. He has a limitation of power, but he doesn't have a limitation of pride. It's falsified. It's not all true. He has false pride. You can think you can do anything. You know, I'm a, I'm a Superman fan. We know that. I even have a, a Superman-looking thing right here. And I may wear Superman shirts, which incidentally I do. But just because I think I'm Superman, just that I, I can wear a shirt, doesn't mean if I jump off the stage, I'm going to fly through the church. I can have all the pride of Superman and think I'm him. But if I jump, boom. I'm going to put a hole right there. But wait, he thinks he can do it, so he must be able to do it. No, I think so, therefore I'm flat. That's just all there is to it. Satan thought he could take over, but he couldn't. And he failed, and he failed greatly. Boom! God beat him, and he beat him good. And he's already defeated. That's why hell was made. Hell was made for Satan and those fallen angels. Not for you. Not for me. Not for the people of this world, but for Satan, that filthy wretch. Yes, I call him a wretch. That's the title I put on him. When I say wretch, usually I'm talking about Lucifer. The biggest wretch of them all, or skunk. Either way, it's him. And, and no offense to all the other skunks, because I like a few of those. But either way, that being said, Satan has a problem with pride. And he has decided to trick other humans. I mean, he's not human, but I mean to say he's decided to trick humans as well with pride. He did it from the get-go. What did he do? He went to Adam and Eve. And what did he say to them? He said, 
uh, well, what did God say about all these things? Can you have them? They said, all but that. Oh, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. God didn't tell you you couldn't have of that tree. No, no, he doesn't want you to eat of that tree because he knows that if you eat of that, you'll be smart like God. God knows that you'll be just like him. Ah, pride, see, pride, pride. Pride comes in, and he tricked him because then there comes that whole thing of power again, the whole thing of pride again. You can do all things like God, like God. And so, therefore, I can do all things. comes right back into play again, doesn't it? Here comes Satan again, tricking the humans, just like he tricked the third of the angels in heaven, those who are now demons, incidentally. Those same demons that go around tricking people into drinking, into sexual uh, desires, into hate, into gossip, into all sorts of frustration things, into to depression, into oppression, into possession and to all these things throughout the world. And a lot of those people out there attacking things right now, stealing, all these things. This is those third of the angels, a lot of that. You say, oh, not all of it. No, I'm not saying all of it, but a lot of it, yes. A lot of it, yes. Even some who may attack you. I'm not saying that you are possessed, because you can't be. But you can be oppressed. You can be attacked. You can be hurt. Be, not because they can touch you. They can't touch you, but they can certainly mess with you. And you know what? You can definitely say unto them, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. Get out of here. And yes, they can mess with your pride. They can make you feel this small, or Satan can trick you and make you feel this big, and then you fall what? Boom, flat. I don't care how big your cape is, you're going to fall flat. Because that's what Satan does. You can think you can do all things, but it doesn't mean you are because your power is limited. But pride isn't necessarily limited because Satan's pride wasn't limited, but his power certainly was. Atheists many times want to believe, and they do believe, that there is no God, and yet they make a God of themselves, a little g. A little g and a little g whiz, they're wrong. Listen to this, Psalm 10, verse 4. The wicked, through the pride of their countenance, will not seek God, God is not in all his thoughts. Well, they're not in their thoughts. They think there is no God. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. There is a God, and they will answer to him. They will. And that breaks my heart. I don't go around looking for these people saying, ha, 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 they're wrong, and I hope they fall. No, I go around saying, sad. How sad. These poor folks who think there's no God, who think that they will not answer to God, they're going to fall. I don't want them to do that. I want them to come to Jesus, and we should. In Proverbs 13.10, only by pride comes uh, contention, but with the well-advised is wisdom. You're to be the well-advised. We're to be used of God to reach out to these people who are foolish, who are proud. We're not to fall for that pride. You can write these down because there's a lot. Proverbs 16.18, and by the way, this is just a, a, a small amount of the things I found. Proverbs 16, 18, pride goes before destruction. Pride goes before destruction and the haughty spirit before the fall. That's the most popular one. Pride goes before destruction and the haughty spirit before the fall. Whoo! And it's going to happen. It happens all the time. People build themselves up and boom! And that's what's happening in America right now. A lot of people think they can do no wrong. I'm just going to keep on doing what I want to do. I'm going to keep on doing it, keep on doing it. And guess what? They're not going to keep on doing it. Oh, they can keep doing wrong, but they're going to fall. They're going to fall. They will. <sighs> and then there's Proverbs 11, too. When pride comes, then comes shame. 
But with the humble is wisdom. We should be humble. We should be humble. Proverbs 29, verse 23, a man's pride will bring him low. But honor will uphold the humble in spirit. I love how this has been said. And who's it been said by? Well, most of them by Solomon. Most of them are said by him who's been given wisdom, great wisdom. Yes, pride brings them low, but honor will uphold the humble in spirit. Then we see Proverbs 8, 13, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogance and the evil way and the, uh, the perverse mouth I hate. Then James 4, 6, and this is the last one dealing with this. But he gives more grace. He gives more grace. For this reason, it says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. God doesn't like pride. God doesn't like pride. This doesn't mean we're to hate ourselves. That's not what we're talking about. But we are to lift God up. We're to follow God, to be with the Lord, not to be proud of ourselves. So we have several things to deal with nowadays. And let's take a look at this. Let's take a look at the way people are nowadays. We're dealing with Satan, who wants to, to bring people in to follow him and his ways of pride. And so we have several types of people. First of all, we know they're all human. There's the loss that follow Satan. We know that. But we have the human beings of America right now who are proudful. They're very prideful. And they say, I can do all things because I have the freedom to do all things. And that's how America is nowadays. I got freedom. We're Americans. We can do anything. We can do anything we want to do. I'm Denny Doodlenut. I can do anything. I can do anything I want to do because I'm Denny Doodlenut. I got the freedom to do anything. And so, therefore, that's what they do. They can just walk around, say anything, do anything, and who dare stop them? Nobody. Nobody dare stop them. Well, guess what? Biblically speaking, God says you have the right to say and do anything you want to do, but you will pay for it. You may have the freedom to say and do anything you want to do, but don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Just because you can shave your head completely, and I can do that. I can do that today. I can go out there and shave my head, but then don't get mad when it rains and the rain gets in your eye because you don't have hair. By the way, I don't have any hair to stop it anyway. But don't get mad whenever your head gets wet. If you're going to do something, if you go out and get a tattoo that says, I'm dumb, and then you get mad because people say, he said, I'm dumb. Well, yeah, you put a sign all over you that said you're dumb. If you're going to do something stupid, don't get mad because you did something stupid and people think you're stupid. This is what happens. You have consequences for your stupidity. This is what happens. I can do all things. You can do all things stupid, but stupid things happen to stupid people. <sighs> Come on. Can't be. Whew. Anyway. Amen. <laughs> Proverbs 18, 12. Before destruction, the heart of man is haughty, and before honor is humility. Be humble. You have the right to do it. It doesn't make it right to do it. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. And, and you know, I'm quoting, I, I didn't even realize I was doing it, but I just quoted a movie. <laughs> I quoted Jurassic Park. I shouldn't have to go to Jurassic Park to find common sense. My goodness. 1 John 2.16 
For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, talking about God, but is of the world. Just because you can do these things of the world doesn't mean you should. A lot of people think, I can do these things. I have the right to do these things. Doesn't mean you should. Right now, for instance, I'm talking about the world. And listen to me. Right now, we have people who are running around saying, I am half man, I'm half woman, I could be woman man. Well, let me tell you something. Just because you can run around and jump in the sack with a woman or a man or whatever you call yourself, because I don't even know anymore, every day they have a new word for these things. And, and, and look, I'm not mocking you if you're out there right now, whatever, whatever you want to say, I don't even care anymore. Here's the thing. God made a man and a woman, a husband and a wife. Because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. God did not make it for a man to sleep with a woman. He made it for a husband to sleep with a wife. Anything out of wedlock is fornication. I know that right now, if I wanted to, and I'm a man, okay, I have sexual desires like everybody else. I could go out there and sleep with anyone I wanted to, if I wanted to. I could call up anybody. I've seen people do it. I could do that too. But I'm not like that because I want to be controlled by the Spirit of God. That's what we need to be. Go to the Word, not to the world. It doesn't make you a man to do that. It makes you an animal. And I want to be of God. So what we have to do, put on the helmet of salvation for pity's sake. We have to be controlled by the spirit, not by the flesh. And people nowadays say, well, I can do these things. I have the freedom to do it. It doesn't make you wise. It makes you stupid because you're listening to all the things around you. If you're going to listen to things around you, put on the helmet of salvation. Listen to the word for pity's sake. Yeah, but the scientists, the scientists are ignorant. Oh, okay, they, they, they're full of smarts, smarts of the books of this world, but not of the word, the book of God. You understand? I could write down a book right now that we are made of M&Ms. Doesn't make it true. Many of us are made of M&Ms. Doesn't mean it's good. Listen to me. Listen to the word of God. Don't listen to those people out there who tell you all sorts of nonsense. For pity's sake. Proverbs 16.5, everyone who is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Be assured he will not be unpunished. Now here's what I'm trying to tell you. For those of you right now who may be living in the world out there, living a life that God has not made you to be of, he still loves you. And I do too, incidentally. Still loves you. Just doesn't love what you do. He doesn't love what a thief does. He still loves the thief. He doesn't love a killer, does he? Yeah. He just doesn't love what the killer did. A person makes big mistakes out there. He may not love that someone committed adultery, but he still loves the adulterer. And so do I. It's what we're supposed to do. And then there are those who are Christians, who live like the world. And they say, because I'm saved, I can do anything. I'm saved because I'm saved by grace. I have the freedom. Just like those of the world that say, I'm Danny Doodlenut. I can do anything just like them because, hey, I'm saved by grace. I know the blood of Jesus Christ, so I could just do anything. I can do anything. How are you different from those of the world? You're saved by grace, and that's wonderful. Praise the Lord God that you know the truth. But how are you any different if you're living just like them? How are you any different? Because I know the truth. That's great. How dare you? How dare you? 
How dare you know the truth and not live the truth? How dare me, if I go out there today and not share the truth and know someone is dying and not tell them of the medication of truth, how dare I? If today I had some sort of cancer and I had some sort of miracle drug that could cure my cancer, their cancer, everyone's cancer, let's say I no longer had that cancer, but they all did, and I thought, I'm just going to keep it to myself. How dare I? How dare I? And how dare you to live like you're still sick and you don't need to? Tell them. Tell them the truth. Live it. We need to live it. But I don't have to because I'm saved. I'm saved by grace, the Bible says. So I have that freedom. I can do anything I want to do. Well, let me tell you something, Christian Denny Doodlenut. You don't need to live that way. You don't need to. You are saved by grace, but you need to live with the freedom of the Holy Spirit. Proverbs 21.4, a high look, a proud heart, and, a, and the plowing of the wicked are sin. You're saved by sin. Live it. We need to live it. Hey, I'm tempted like anyone else. There are days when the devil comes to me and comes knocking at my door and says, hey, you know what you want to do? And I say, I know what I want to do. Punch you in the mouth. Get out of here. There's days that I want to give in. There's days I'm tempted. I'm tempted all the time. I'm tempted just like you're tempted. I'm tempted. I'm tempted just because you're tempted doesn't mean you have to. You may want to. doesn't mean you have to. I may want to go home right now and eat an entire strawberry shortcake. It doesn't mean I'm going to. I may want to eat an entire box of Captain Crunch, and that does sound good, but I'm not going to do it. Because here's the thing. You do that, and you come out. You can't get away from sin. You will pay the consequences. You get on the scale of sin, and it's going to say, whoa, exactly. The springs are going to pop off, and that's the point. You will pay for it. But I'm saved by grace. Well, guess what? The scales are still there. You will pay for it. Galatians 6.3, for if someone thinks himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Now, this is the point. If you think you're saved, and I'm sure you are, if you truly have that use in your heart, but yet you don't live it, you're deceiving yourself. You're to be a witness of Christ. Show it. Philippians 2.3, let nothing be done out of strife or conceit, but in humility let each esteem the other better than himself. We're not to be conceited. And with that being said, let me go to the next one. There's, there's the other type of I can do all things. This is a big one. This is a real big one. Oh, it's a big one. This is not for those who aren't living for Christ. This is for those who are living for Christ, but I've seen so many of these. This is for those who are living for Christ, but they say, I can do anything because I have the power of God. Well, here's the thing. Yes, when you're a Christian, you have the power of God. But these types of Christians say, I can do anything because I have the power of God. In other words, I have the power of God. I can do anything. It's all on me because I have the power of God. And they have scriptures to back it up. But they take it out of context. They, they uh, take it uh, way out of context. We'll get to that in a minute. They're talking. They're talking like they have the power. And it always takes me back to my childhood. Because when I was a child, I watched a cartoon called He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. I always loved that cartoon as a kid. He would take out a sword and say, I have the power. That's how a lot of Christians, uh, a lot of charismatic Christians and others, that's how a lot of them talk. I have the power. I can do anything. It's all on me. 
I can do it all. No, you don't have the power. The power is of Jesus. You can only do what is his will, and you should not be speaking in such a manner. I'm not saying that you don't have the power, but the power is not in you. It's in Christ. Let's not misconstrue this scripture. But they quote things. They quote things like this, Mark 9, 23. Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. This is still talking about the power of God, talking about salvation. This is talking about the power of the Lord God and God's will. Not our will. It's not my will be done. It's thy will be done. Amen? Thy will, Lord, not my will. Thy will. That's what Jesus says. Not my will, Lord God, your will. That's the prayer that Jesus Christ prayed before he got on the cross. He said he didn't really want to die on the cross, didn't he? He said, but not my will, Lord Jesus, or Lord God, thy will be done. That's how we should always pray. It's kind of hard to pray that sometimes because sometimes, sometimes God asks us to do things it's not easy to pray for. It's not easy to do. And we got to do it if we really want to live for the Lord God. Mark eleven twenty four. 24. Therefore, and this is Jesus, therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you will receive them and you will have them. This is always misunderstood. Many times people believe, ask for it, you'll have it. Just make sure that you go and make a list. He's going to check it twice. Going to find out who's naughty or nice. Jesus Christ. But here's the thing. You've got to understand, this is not just because you ask it. Because if it's not God's will, you don't want it anyway. Can't you understand? Also, because it's Jesus saying this anyway, by the way. And then Isaiah 41, verse 10, this is misunderstood too. God says, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. Yes, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. He says this to Isaiah as he's telling them about the fact that the land is about to be separated. To follow him, do what I say, do my will, follow me, and I'm going to be with you. What does he say? Follow me, and I'll be with you, even through these hard times. That's what he's saying. He's not saying, do what you want. Just do anything, and I'll give you what you want. But this gets misused, too. Anything Anything you want, you're going to have. Nope, it's not what he's saying. Another one that is said is Jesus says this in Matthew 17, 20. Jesus said to them, and I'm sure you've heard this a million times. Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for truly I say to you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, oh, I'm sure you've heard it. You've heard all that. And he says that you will move this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. So I've heard this so many times. People talk about, I have faith, a grain of mustard seed. I can move a mountain if I wanted to. I've actually heard people talk about this. I've mentioned before that I've actually heard Christians talk about, I've moved mountains today. Some are just being, you know, philosophical, and some people are just speaking, uh, you know, in a sense of speech. Others have said it in a literal sense, like they're actually moving mountains. Can you imagine that? They're actually thinking as if there's, you can actually see mountains through the air, as if they're on Star Wars or something. You're not moving a mountain. If it's not God's will, nothing's going to happen. You're not moving a mountain. You're not doing it. I can do all things, Pastor. I can move a mountain. No. Can you imagine how messed up a map would be if we could all just pick up a mountain tonight? I know right now that would help a lot of people to move Mount Rushmore. But the point is, the point is, is, 
Only God can do what God wants to have done. And if he wanted to use you to do it, he would do it. But it's because it's his will, not my will. I can do nothing if it's not God's will. It's God's will. God's will. Some people talk as if Satan is scared of me because I have power. Listen, you're not a professional wrestler, no matter how much I might want to be. You're not a professional wrestler. You're not a superhero. You are not some all-powerful Conan the Barbarian. No, 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 no. Satan is not scared of you. Satan is scared of Jesus. He's defeated them already. He defeated them on the cross. Satan is not scared of you. He should be scared of the one that was within you. I've seen ministers on TV. I've seen them get up and say, I'm going to blow COVID-19 away. Whew. Well, you did a great job, incidentally. Wonderful job. Because the power is not in you, Goofy. It's not in you. The power is in the Lord God, the Lord Jesus. That's where the power lies. Not in me, not in you, but in Jesus Christ who lives within us. What lives within us. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's because of Christ that we have power. Not because of us. The power that is within us is the faith that we have in Jesus who strengthens us each and every day. The faith that we have in Jesus Christ who saved us from sin. We can get up and face a brand new day because we know that the power of Jesus Christ gets us up every day. I can face this world every day knowing that Jesus Christ is with me. I can face this day, this world every single day knowing that I am not alone. And I know that I'm not alone in that. I know that you can do the same thing. But it's not because I am all powerful. Because I know I'm not. When you have physical problems, you know you're not all powerful. When your back is killing you or your knees or you have a headache, you're not going, oh, I'm all powerful. No, you know that's not the case. The power is in who? Jesus. That's right. He's so powerful, he defeated death. He's so powerful, he's done all these things. No. James 4.10, humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. Even in the hardest of times like we've been facing in these last few months. Humble yourself and the Lord will lift you up. And many, many people want to blame everyone else in their life. I know them personally. They want to blame everyone else. Everyone else. They want to blame everybody else in their life. And they even want to blame God for their own failings. Hopefully that's not us. I know people who want to blame God for their own failings in life. Can you believe that? But this is what James 1.13 says. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither does he tempt anyone. Or 1 Corinthians 10.13. No temptation has taken you except what is common to man. God is faithful, and he will not permit you to be tempted above what you can endure. Some people say, I don't know about that. Well, yeah, you do. You do too. You either give in to it because you want to, or you give in to it because you don't put your faith in the Holy Spirit. It goes on to say, but with but will win with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. Because you have a way to escape, and that is the Holy Spirit. You have a way out. We can do all things? No, Jesus Christ did all things. He already did it. Luke 1.37, For with God, nothing, nothing, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. Luke 18.27, he said, 
What is impossible with men is what? Possible with God. All things are possible with the Lord God. Jesus did it. He took care of it. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. That's right. He already did it all. We don't have to worry about it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's right. We are soldiers. We are soldiers in Christ. We are soldiers. Romans 8.31. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? The enemy, Satan, is against us. He wants to throw us down and throw pride in our way and trip us up. Right now, this world is throwing us asunder, making us feel bad, and yet at the same time, trying to make us full of pride and stupidity. But we're not going to be like that. We're not going to be like a Denny Doodle Nut. We're not going to get up and say, I can do anything I want to do. We're not going to do that. We know that the pride is not to be in us, but to be in our Lord and Savior. We're going to put on the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness. We're going to put on the shoes of the gospel of peace, and we are also going to put on the, the or grab the shield of faith and the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. That's what we're going to do. We're going to do as it says in Ephesians chapter 6, 10 through 17, even though we're not going to read all that right now, we're just going to read 10 through 13, which says, Finally be strengthened by the Lord and by the vast strength. Put on the full armor so that you may stand against the tactics of the devil. For our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the world powers of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of the evil in the heavens. This is why you must stand up against, excuse me, stand up and must take up the full armor of God so that you may be able to resist the, in the evil day and having prepared everything to take your stand. We must take our stand against the enemy. We must know that the enemy wants to knock us down, fill us up full of pride, be all puffed up, pop our bubble, bust us down, make us full of dirt and vinegar, and feel worthless, absolutely worthless. But know this, know this, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's through Christ that all things are possible. Can I do all things? Only because of Christ. Let us bow in prayer. Dear precious Heavenly Father, we love you so very, very much. Lord God, as we call out to you today, Lord, we know that all things are possible. All things. And we know that they're possible for us, but not because of us. Not because of us. For we know, Lord God, that we are all capable of nothing without you, except for mistakes, except for sin. Lord God, we would not be here if it weren't for you. We would not be on our way to heaven if it were not for you. Lord God, if there be anyone here today who doesn't know you, or anyone who's at home right now watching who doesn't know you, I pray this day that that will change. I pray right now, Lord Jesus Christ, that you will help us, change us, slow but sure. Make us to what we need to be, what you want us to be, Lord God. Mold us, make us into the soldiers we should be. I pray, Lord God, that you will take away the pride that Satan has thrown in front of us, the stumbling blocks, Lord God. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that you help us with your word. Show us what we need to know 
Put into us, Lord Jesus, what we need, your desires, Lord, not ours. I pray this in your holy name, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.